Dave. Yeah, buddy. I'm proud of you. I've known friends with, you know, brothers yeah. and sisters with I, special I needs. I work with someone who has special needs. Oh, yeah. And I'd feel terrible. <laughs> you son of a B. All right, that's enough. I'll ask you one more question before we move on. Yeah, dude. How long do you think you can go without talking? This is not the challenge. No, no. <laughs> now it's not the challenge. This is the question. <laughs> That's one thing I find we don't do that mm-hmm. much. We don't plug ourselves. We don't very... plug ourselves. Even giggles. Oh. Sunday, 7 to 8. Hi, this is Pepe Gilberto, and you are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Come a little bit closer. John Lovitz, is it true you're a huge fan of Radio Free Brooklyn? No. Uh, oh. Well, don't you listen to their show, The Next Best Thing? No. Okay. Well, will you check it out this Monday at 10 o'clock p.m.? No. All right, well, screw you, John Lovitz. The Next Best Thing, every Monday night from 10 until midnight on Radio Free Brooklyn. Fun for everyone except for John Lovitz, but don't worry about him, he's an asshole. Ooh, that one hurts. I will slap you in the mouth, John Lovitz. Ooh. Mind. Oh, welcome to Queer State of Mind on Where You're Free Brooklyn. I am back to Shastress herself. I know you've been guys been dealing with the two little young kids, but she is back here in this new studio and she has lots of feelings. So stay tuned for your favorite queen. It's time for Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Join us for all the latest news, pop culture, talk, and more from QPOC perspectives. And all the tea, sass, and shade you can handle. Listen in. And tell us what you think on Facebook at Queer State of Mind. And on Twitter and Instagram at QSOMNYC. Well, welcome to Queer State of Mind, honey. You know, those girls are late per usual, and I'm here by myself, and I had to figure this shit out by myself, and I'm going to read the hell out of them by myself, and they are aware of that. Uh, I'll put you on number two. Yeah, you're on number two's awake right now. Let's put you up. This L train, hey, everybody's my This L train was not being my friend this morning. Miss mm-hmm. Duran had to run and get sandwiches, so Wait, her hunger was, was like, more important than showing me what the hell to do. She said she showed you. Uh, she she, she showed me Duran style. You know what that is. Okay, well, fine. Well, no, so, you know, I can show you. I've already figured it out, okay, girl. You know, I'm karma. You know, I, I, I did do this last week. It's technology and Miss Karma. Yes, that I know you did it last week, and we're going to talk about that. Yes, we are. It had nothing to do with you, but we're going to talk about that. Oh, I went in the wrong mic. Is that mic three? Uh, it's mic three and four. Okay, well, did you hear that? Oh, so, was I not, was I oh thank you. Oh, my two. Yeah. You were hurt. Okay, making sure, bitch. You were hurt. It's, girl, it's fine. You know who wasn't hurt last week? Me. You know, but Facts. yeah, it's going to be that all the time. Well, anyway, we are going to start the show right now with um, a song since uh, we called the show today In My Feelings. And we're going to start with a song by Shalimar because I feel like sometimes the second time around is the best time. Since you didn't get the first time. And they're going to let me have this today. So please forgive me for being very much this girl today. Petty. But that's, oh, absolutely. And I have every right to be, you know. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy and I'm going to do it. So this is Second Time Around by Shalimar. 
Yes, y'all. That was um, Second Time Around by Shalimar. This is going to be the In My Feelings slash Say Do Karma Petty Show or Givens. Uh, Barbara Walters just sent me a message. She said, girl. I said, yes. She is going to be she today. Mm-hmm. She going to do what or who? She going to do what. Now, t- next week, it's going to be all, you know, peaches and cream, you know, like 712. What's 712? 712? I mean, 702? No, no, it wasn't 702. It was 7-12, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know these people. It's going to be one of those. But I, 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 I told the girls to allow me to live in my feelings today. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's how the show, In My Feelings. So how are you girls doing? How was your week? Um, you know, I'll let you start, Nika Nederson. I mean, you know, it's it's you know, it's, it's funny. Like, I, um, I've been in this state of, like, you know, things are happening around me, but uh, I that's the one. right. But I still have joy in the wilderness. Can I get an amen? <laughs> well, girl, yeah, joy. You have joy, girl. I, mother has not been the most um, joyful the last week mm. <laughs> and a half. Oh my god! But well, there's yeah. something. Yeah, I, I, it's been this like state of like, like I even saw my therapist yesterday. I was like. You know, I feel way too good for all the stuff that's going around me. Like, shouldn't I feel a little bit like, am I, if I just gone over the deep end, have I just like, oh, lost girl, it? Oh, girl, that's exactly what that, this is what that is, I'll tell you right now. What is, bitch, is you're unbothered and you're bothered kicked in at the same time. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. yeah. It's you're bothered and you're unbothered. When they're both kick in at the same time, it becomes kind of like with a Ooh. mess. Sorry. You it's know, okay. in that sense, because what it is, it's got to choose what to be bothered by and what not to be bothered mm-hmm. by. I mean, these things are worth being bothered by, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm just—I just feel so light, and I don't know what's going on. Like, I've had, no, no, it's really because, because you're unbothered in the sense that you are mature enough to separate what what you need to be. You're allocating your emotions properly. Mm, I'm growing up. That you're growing up, yep. you know, allocating your emotions pro- properly, and oh that's God. something that's hard to you know to understand. Mm-hmm. And you know, Duran unfortunately had to witness me be. An asshole. I was an asshole to her. Your Pisces came out. <laughs> yeah, I just was. Oh, girl, I know Pisces. You know, I was my just, big sister's the Pisces. I just, I don't. As as you know, mm-hmm. I am not an, a person who is very much on the side of being. Uh, I'm an emotional, mm-hmm. bitchy person. That's mm-hmm. not me. I'm shady for fun, right? Because when I'm when I'm mad and I'm like bothered, I can't be shady. Right. I've seen her. When she comes out, she is. She doesn't know how to be. Sh- I can't be shady. You can't so be shady when you're angry. You can't be shady. It's hard to be so shady. So I've been bothered a lot because it has to. It was work situation. Uh-oh. It was situation. It was second time around. It was just a lot of situations. There's a lot going, going on. on. A lot going on, and I just had to be bothered by that. But speaking about girls being bothered, mm-hmm. while do, I must say this much yes. before we even start talking about the serious topics, I allocated Duran. Since I did not open the studio mm-hmm. last week, which I was shitty about, I'm not gonna mince mm-hmm. words about it. Um, it yes. had nothing to do with my girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I allocated him to make a new drink for me. Right now, he wanted to give me the drink you guys used to drink, mm-hmm. but I said, "Girl, I don't ask for much. I'm not gonna drink some shit that's motherfucking secondhand. You're gonna think about something. You're gonna give me something." But, but aren't you new. used to sloppy seconds? No, I'm not used to sloppy seconds because you know what? I don't even get it the first time. Oh, take that. a chance on me. Let's think about that. Oh, so, shit. bitch, I'm that girl that never gets it the first time or the second time. So, bitch, if I ask for something as little as a new fucking drink, you better get it. I'm right. better motherfucking get it. All right, all right. All that right. is all it is for me. Also, speaking of, I mean, Duran dressed up for you today. She's looking all nice with her button down. That was shady. Or button up. That yeah. was shady. <laughs> 
That was shady as well. At least let a bitch get settled in before you start throwing your little no, shade, Micah. You should do it all the time, I'm going to get you back. You're going to pay what you owe. All right. As, as my big sister says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what? I'm, I'm trying to, I'm leaning away from that these days. I'm becoming oh, a Bitch, you literally person. said like, Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say that to you last night. I mean, you said it to no, someone. I said that I can teach you how to t- how to get a bitch to pay what she owes. I can show you the art form. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't say I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not, you know, I'm not petty. I'm not talking about the fact that I didn't open the show last week because change changed the schedule. I'm not going to do that because that's not who I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I do. Never. Well, anyway, let's get on to more serious topics, you know. Let's talk about the synagogue shooting. So, oh Mr. God. Mike, I would like you to lead that a little bit. Yeah, so actually, so it happened last weekend. Um, a, a, a gunman, a 34-year-old man, walked into a synagogue in uh, California, uh, the city of Poway. Poway? Poway. Um, he walked into it like, while they were worshiping at the end of Passover. And, like... It's interesting because, like, well, he came in. He shot. He he shot four people. One person died. Um, but the thing is, I, like, in speaking with, like, I think the rabbi was talking about it after the fact. Like, if the gunman had turned to his left, he would have been able to shoot an entire congregation. So it been it could have been a much higher um, casualty um, rate. Um, but quote unquote, fortunately, I mean, it's still someone someone lost their life, which is still not good. But because right. of the way that he he didn't know the the, the layout or whatever, he only took out the life of one person but like this guy he had you know manifestos on social media and um it was basically- girl, when a girl has a manifesto girl you got to get to looking at her mm-hmm. it's like no but they're, like they're planning this and i think it's just uh you know and it was like you know it's like feet is being fed by all the rhetoric by our the orange cheeto in the white house well because and- he didn't he visit nra last week mm-hmm. yes that's right yeah 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 because there's a whole nra convention or whatever like last week before so <sighs> It's really sad. I think also interesting too is that uh, you know usually after mass shootings, there's always like the thoughts and prayers thing, and I think it's really interesting that this time they're like I haven't seen the same response to thoughts and prayers. I don't know if it's because of the community that was attacked or what it why that's not because usually that's what happens, right? Usually after like a shooting, a big shooting, like there's like this whole like everyone's like thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, and it hasn't. I haven't seen the same magnitude. I don't know if it's because people are just done with it or if it's because of like, I think you don't, don't are, fuck with I like Jews gr- like that. No, it's not that. I think girls are just not because, look, it's not so much about not fucking with Jews or fucking with Jews because, you know, that's, you know, that's, they, they have their own situation with right. their own other girls. Right, right, right. Uh, but I think it's the fact that people are just done because I think that only certain communities get thoughts and prayers mm-hmm. and certain communities do not. I mean, that's just real talk in that sense. But I think that anytime someone gets killed, it's just horrible. And I think totally. that I don't understand why people have, you know, as a girl who has held an automatic weapon in her hand, I don't understand what why people have automatic weapons as civilians. It makes like no war sense. weapons. Like, where are you going, girl? I don't need an AK-47 at my house. Mm-mm. I mean, granted, girl, you know, I, well, I was going to say, let me not say that because if I say that and some shit go down, girl, they're going to... Like, this is the reason why I was about it. to say something, bitch, and I just I had to go ahead and just put that in the back of my throat. Back. Never picture mind. it. Picture it. Uh, yeah. Monrovia. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Monrovia, 1989, 1990, girl. <laughs> yes. A young girl, a girl in the swamp being shot at. Yep, that was she. So, mm-hmm. still not petty if I not open the show, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but I think that's like this comes on the heels of the 
uh, shoot in Sri Lanka. I'm like, uh, well, it was a bombing. Yeah, the bombing in Sri Lanka. Easter. And then there was the, was it a shooting that was in Australia? It was in uh, New Zealand, which was like New maybe Zealand, a New couple Zealand, weeks ago. Yes, yes. And like, and Two I just, lo- I mean, I mean, and their response has been, I, lo- I just love their response. They were just like, my only problem with this is that people are making so much religious. Uh, point fingers about it instead of trying to solve it because there's a lot of people are like oh well, it's because this person is this because they're that I'm like girl they're just bad people because I can give you an example of any religion where someone is doing something totally like fucked up totally I mean there's like there's like um there's like there's like Buddhist um terrorists I mean there's like anyone just like that could be like brainwashed and like, right. extreme but terror- there's, like there's the ISIS, ISIS is not a religious terrorist group anymore ISIS yeah. is just a terrorist group, group. exactly you exactly. know for like the fun- fundamentalism <laughs> in that sense yeah, totally. you know it's not necessarily it's like the white nationalists I mean they're like I mean I know they're doing it under like crusade of God but they're they're not they're not God the people crusade of God Amen Hallelujah speaking of that. I want to see that Jesus play that was going on before Easter in Philadelphia. It looked beat. But anyway, <laughs> it did, girl. They had a whole production. Well, speaking of that, Mr. Duran, enlighten, enlighten me. What is the name of this new drink? I, I was thinking about that and I have it. It will come to me. It will come to you? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give it to the second hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Wait, what's I think, I think it has. It, we named um, Starberry Mimosa when we were already drunk. <laughs> so, oh, no, no. Very, very, yeah. so Starberry to... Mimosa was already being drunk before it was Starberry Mimosa, but you know it's one of those Beyonce things where like, oh girl, we did that. I'm like, wait a minute, me and Miss Blake and Or was drinking this before you bitch's name is Starberry right, right, Mimosa, right, right. but we didn't have a name for it. We were just drinking as drunk people. So to be fair, your car to be Ogre, you did that. Mm-hmm. You can't take that from the girl. Uh, you know? Thank you. you know? No, but, girl, I'm, I'm gonna give tense what tense are due in that sense, you. but you know. But I'm gonna need a good old name for this girl. We don't ever have to drink this again. This is just for me too. But what's in it? Um, peach vodka, um, berry vodka, orange juice, and Andre champagne. Ooh, it sounds like. Um, I feel like that's like a housewife name. I know. Is I mean, a, I feel so bad because I literally ooh, attacked Dor- Duran. Really wanted me to try. The new thing. I literally attack her. I said, "Bitch, you bring anything old to me." In the fact, in my emotions, I will kill you. Hmm. Yeah, I was she. I was she. I was unfor- I was. I was unfortunately her. Well, speaking of girls who are unfortunate, honey, Miss Larry King, honey. Oh my God! I don't. Know. I also. I didn't know that Larry King was eighty five. Yeah, <laughs> I thought she was like dead. I know, right? Oops. The age of dead, bitch. So you know, right. Miss Larry King had a heart attack, girl. Mm-hmm. You know, he is one of you know. Speaking, I will let you lead this Duran because you know, ask you know, ask you, she start you no know, girl because you're the journalist. You gonna have? Did you not read the article, girl? She had a heart attack. She had a heart attack. She didn't do her homework. She just had a heart attack. Just tell me what what Larry King means to people in journalism. You don't have to read the article. You literally can honestly, girl. Don't you dare! I know. Honestly, I really don't know. Um, He was not. He was. He was not one of my influences. I imagine that he means a lot to people in um, broadcast journalism. Oof. Girl, that was the rudest fuck. <laughs> Rude boots. Miss Ari got your sister. I, I imagine she she means a lot to people. What? I'm being honest. Like, I mean, like I I I did watch the show uh, a few Lie times actually. To them. I did watch the show a few times growing up, and I think you know it was a it was a really good you know program. It was kind of it was kind of like it was. I think he did radio right in the back in the day. Or something like that. I mean, he's old as dirt. You ask, girl, I don't know about that. Life because he, like his, his, like the whole, the whole, like setup of his Ooh. show was kind of like you know diabetes. It's not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. To be fair, I mean, again, he was a he was alive before TV, so he probably did the radio. <laughs> 
Was she live before TV? Was she alive before TV? <laughs> <laughs> there is a difference. Well, let's difference. look at that real quick. Let's look. I'm at pretty sure you did radio. I mean, he hit the top of the TV. No, no, I can't have you look up Larry King on air as a journalist, girl. No, girl, no. Put your skirt back down, girl. You must because you figure he was pre Walter Cronkite. I literally said that I, he means a lot to a lot of people. I'm pretty sure, but not me. <laughs> girl. Okay, that's a that's a terrible thing to say. That um, is an awful thing to say as a journalist, girl. So I'm looking at this that bitch is so. just trying to set me up right now. I'm not setting you up at all. I honestly was just like, oh, she's gonna have maybe just a couple of words. She said, nope, I don't. You know, I was, I was. I actually respect that more than you getting up here and trying to lie. Exactly. People, have, people like honesty. Oh, I, by the way. Yeah, um, he was, he was, yeah, ready. Somebody please text or the number uh, for the studio, uh, the new studio. I do not know what I it is. I don't know the number uh, either. We're, we're, we're going to find out. We'll, uh, we're going to find out during the music break, Ori, and we will let you know so you can call in. But um, we have our, our thoughts and prayers with you, Larry King. Right. Yeah. Mm. You are trying today. Okay. Well, so we let's, do. Let's, let's go ahead and skip over that and go to someone who is actually very influential mm-hmm. into in my childhood as a kid, mm-hmm. uh, my um, uh, early adolescence, um, as the, the psychiatrist said, um, uh, what was it? There's two type of, um, what's the, did you take psychology in, cl- in college? No. You didn't take psychology in co- college? No. Oh, Sorry, I didn't mean like that, but no, I did not take psychology in college. Great, that's why I'm so good at like looking at people crazy. I took like five or six courses of psychology. You should be a psychologist. I, uh, actually, that was my second. It was it was um, music, psychology, and then it was uh, archaeology. Oh, archaeology! You can simply want to girl, yeah. but you know what? Well, you you can't you you know bitches can't that's, get me like that. That's not why I was sipping my tea. <laughs> what were you sipping the tea about? Go ahead. Sure. <gasps> I can't. I can't. I can't tell on my sister. Sure, you can. We can tell on the podcast. You know that was shady as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) She was being shady. (laughs) We're all family here on the internet radio. I mean, she can share. No, she was being shady. It's just us, um, you know, Ori, my mom. Mike is always shady. Everyone's listening. Just, yeah, I'm always shady. We should find out that number because I I do think that Ori should, you know, talk more about um, Larry King. Um, yes, yes, because yeah. in a sense, you can't. You shit. Yeah, no, so, seriously, I, I'm, I'm honest about that. I really, I really, I, I watched this show a few times, but I don't know much. Yeah. I don't know much well, about him. Let's about talk his about, um, Unfortunately, let's talk about John Singleton because I remember. Yeah. John Singleton is more of my brother's, my older <sighs> brother, who is um, five years old. That's more of his generation. So John Singleton came to me more as like when I was getting older from my pre-adolescence. That's what I was looking for. This adolescence and this pre-adolescence. Yes, yeah. pre-adolescence. Yes, pre-adolescence is 12, 13, 14, and adolescence is 15, 16, 17. So yeah, Boys in the Hood came out in 1991. So, what year did you get here, Jim? I got here in 1992. Okay. No, so yeah. Like, oh, is like 11, 12, 13, right? Yeah. yeah it's okay. right before there. It's like, but then, like, Palace is like 13. Up to like, until like 14. Yeah. Until like 14. And adolescence is kind of like 14, 13, 14 and over. Yeah, yeah. Cause like but a, mostly like your formative years, which are like 15 to 18. Yeah. That's like when you're hardcore because that's when you actually um, make decisions based on right or wrong. Right. Yeah. And your pre-adolescence is more based decisions based on things that you think so you pre is up to 14 pre is up to 13 14 yeah. 13 14 can, they, in, they, yeah so yeah. that's what i mean so i was in my pre-adolescent oh so like just like pre-teenager basically yeah well, well no because you are a teenager then a pre-teenager is like no, when you're like no. 12 it's, it's 11 12 adolescence it's a mental track the psychology is a mental track of what mm, you do okay. and how you make decisions based on everything. You can look it up and they might have it I'm looking it up right, right now. In that sense. Um, the mistake you say right here. Adolescence is usually associated with the teenage years. So yeah, 14 to like... Yeah. 
Yeah, that's adolescence right there. And for men, it can well physical growth, particularly in males, and cognitive development can extend into the early twenties. Thus, yeah. I mean, age is a rough marker for adolescence, but right. it can be difficult. Too. Right, because somebody can be 20 and still be adolescent. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we, we know those girls. Some girls are still adolescents and they're 35. I, I don't do it. I didn't say their names. Some girls are still adolescents I, and they're my age, unfortunately. Exactly. We see Y'all them. are not going to do that today on the Why day. Not? We're going to talk about John Singleton right now. I'm not, I'm not having but, this. Some people, some people are still boys in the hood. We're... we're, we're... <laughs> 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 we are going yes some people need some poetic justice in their life <laughs> can, can i continue can i continue <laughs> some people need some higher learning bitch Ooh, lots of higher learning um, well john singleton <laughs> died anyway long story john singleton was the first uh african-american uh, where is black american well, i thought was african-american at the time was the black it was african-american at the time at the time but we say black now <laughs> Yeah, you never know. You yeah, know. first black director nominated for Oscar. I mean, should we say first Negro? Should we just go there? I mean, it can be colored, a colored with a U, with a U. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Well, he anyway. was the first man of heel. Ooh, the first uh, Negroid man. Oh, that's so foul. That's so scientific. He was. Um, I know. <laughs> nom- scientific racism, bitch. Not nominated for a uh, um, Academy Award for Boys in the Hood. Um, starring um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, uh, what's his name? Morris uh, Chestnut. Morris Chestnut. Regina King. Wait, that's right. She wasn't that. That's right. She Angela that Bassett. I love her. Yeah, everybody named Mama. Lawrence Fisher. Did you say Nia Long? Yeah. Huh? Did you say Nia Long? I mean, no. Nia Long. So everybody who was like an actor coming up at the time started in that. Uh, mm-hmm. Starting that movie. It's a really, really good movie. Just mm-hmm. depicting a young man who was um, of a certain uh, type of mindset who was trying to get out of the neighborhood but got caught in the neighborhood for jealousy and all that stuff it's a really good movie actually it was yeah he went on to direct uh the 1994 classic poetic justice starring tupac shakur and miss janet jackson yes. to jackson he did higher learning starring tyra banks that's right yeah, that tyra banks in high learning girl oh yeah. good old tyra banks i, just I made, love you baby danger. boy with to watch being so pretty much he was very much um the the follow-up to he was doing more of the i don't want to say normal but more of the uh, um the, the 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 um normal more right. than spike lee was yeah. by the way poetic justice in 1993 because remember it was during the janet era and um the third single again was also on that soundtrack yeah that's fine but um yeah, and no, I think you know John Singleton is part. Of, he was like part of that school of like black film that was like, right. oh, we have black exploitation. Screw that. We're going to right. go more mainstream and do like. Real well, he stories. was he was more mainstream. Spike Lee was more artistic. Spike right. Lee was the one doing more, um, at the time rebel type um films. Right. And I mean, uh, to be honest with you, and a lot of people don't know this who don't follow black cinema, black cinema really didn't have a shift until Soul Food. Mm-hmm. That's when it became more family black cinema. It just became because it was very much about the black experience in not necessarily the way that people would. It was very one note. Mm-hmm. It was just. I think in the, in know, the so, honestly, yeah. in the aunt, it was not as good. No, but as it's been in this decade or in the right. 90s. But here's but yeah. the thing it wasn't bad in the aunt. It's yeah, just yeah. that it was one note. Well, it was very one. Yeah. In, yeah. in, yeah. in the 90s, it was one note. It was like. Yeah, because we're barbershop, all... after barbershop, it was kind of like. Oh, no, boy. no. Soul Food was where it started. Food no, no, no. I'm saying like, but after barbershop, it was kind of like. Yeah, the got, movies. Well, yeah, like got, the quality of them. But just, you know, that's yeah, what yeah. I kind of. Because you got Soul playing. You got like. We got we got Carmen the Hip Hopper. But you know what? That girl that don't 
don't count at all. That was and also that was pre barbershop. Sure, if I were to slap Beyonce in her face for one thing in my life, not even ever, that would be that. Just, be just, just, just let me stay home. Sure. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna uh, go. Oh, that's a terrible. <laughs> movie. That's but I know we will not. But uh, what I'm saying. Uh, no, but girl, I get what you say. It, it, it did shift. Inviting temptation. No, well, but I think what I that liked, was an aspect. What I liked yeah. about the the black movies after that, quote unquote, black movies that were like not good was the fact that we were allowed to make not good movies that made money. That's true. That is the thing. That's the thing about equality. That's funny. People <laughs> people forget about. I sound like oh, because it's funny. <laughs> uh, it's the fact that when you get to a certain point. You want to be making bad shit like the white people do. Exactly. So, are we talking about like bringing down the house? No, just, just no, no, just no, just in general. Because when John Singleton and Spike Lee were directing movies, they had to make movies that had to be good about yeah, the spirit. for sure. Totally. But to, in order for you to consider yourself equal, you gotta have fucked up movies. You're like, yeah, you know, like Fat Girls. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is all. These are all movies from like the mid. To late aughts, it was just—it was just, just, it was like, just was terrible. terrible. We deserved that girl, and that was. Thank you, Tyler Perry. And, and uh, uh, what's your call? Oh yeah, uh, and that was the rise of Tyler Perry too. Uh, what's your yeah. call? A uh, black, a uh, black pool party. I never saw that movie, girl. <laughs> nope. That's where I got my. You, oh, you don't know about that. Girl, I know about the cookout. Remember the cookout? Not the, cookout. Nah, not the cook, black pool party was a low budget black woman to have one of the greatest lines of all time, girl. And you, I use it all the time, girl. And when he told this white woman, "I want cookies, not cakes, bitch. No, I want cakes, not cookies." <laughs> so. Oh, have you ever seen um, who ate the uh, who made the potato salad? Oh, no. I, sh- I sure have a why, nigga. Because it's uh, Shut your punk ass up. And eat the so, well, speaking what? of who ate the potato salad, let's let's, let's, oh let's, let's get through these topics in the next five minutes. I just got a couple here, so let's talk about Miss Stephen Moore, honey. Did you oh read what I she did. said, Miss Peterson? Could you please? Yes. So, well, Stephen Moore. So, so uh, for those that don't know, Stephen Moore was um, Donald Trump's pick for the Fed. Um, but luckily, he just pulled out. Like, li- well, it didn't pull out. Trump pulled him out of it. Like, I think, like, you the last, pop your pee, bitch. Uh, pop, pop, pop in the last like you know forty eight hours or so. But, um, but the thing about Stephen Moore, I mean, obviously, he's problematic because, like, basically, he's all about like cutting interest rate, and he's like a total Republican who like. Like it's like the Fed's supposed to be neutral, and like he clearly is not. But he did say um, a very racist joke about President Obama on um, PBS Firing Line back um, like a little while ago. And he should I, I, I tell the joke? I mean, you surely can, girl. Okay. Why not say it? Okay, so I thought it was funny, but I just wouldn't have said it in front of people. That's some shit you say among your other white racist girlfriends, and you snicker around the kitchen table. Okay, so he just said, I just meant that, you know, you know, being in the White House, you know, for example, when I was working with a lot of women and families who were involved in the education voucher program, you know, here in D.C., and people would say, well, you know, and these and these were these were black people, these were blacks who would say, you know, why does Barack Obama get to send his kids to any school that he wants to and we can't? And they say he lives in public housing. And it was just kind of a joke. <laughs> it is the thing. The joke was funny for your comedian if you're around mm-hmm. your public table. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she lives in public housing. Right. Like, we know. Like, that can work. Like, it's an off color joke. Right. But Chris you know, he's, he's not doing it Mm-mm. to be funny, he's doing it to be malicious. Exactly. That's my problem with that. That's my problem with that whole joke that he said. I'm just like, girl, what was a joke? I was like, girl, you don't make that. That's not. Because mm. you know what? 
you know it's white privilege when you feel like you can say something like that in public. Exactly. That's my problem. Mm-hmm. A, a real girl who just want to snicker would say some shit like that. Right, exactly. Like but, in Because that could be funny. Like I could totally see like a Kevin Hart or a Chris Rock making that joke in a really cute, funny way. But I mean, I'll put it to you this way. People remind you that you're black even when you don't mm-hmm. want to be reminded that you're black. I'm just going to say this right here. Jesus. And I hope some, I don't know who's listening, but um, I, I, I just I was at an event recently. Ooh, an event. An event recently okay. when I wasn't here. Oh, you know, right. That opened event. the studio for the first time. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's change the date. Because I was um, Aha! And <laughs> I was with a friend of mine, and we were walking to this event, and this person ran up to us without two minutes in, like, we're like, oh, God, we got to get a good time, and just ran up to us and said, oh, I'm so glad the blacks are here. <gasps> just black they just went oh and then shit. it was like oh what's the black and like I, I actually <laughs> i actually are you like, really surprised bitch i, I, I kind of <laughs> diminished the situation and went away from that and then another person were outside came out to ask us if we had some weed because we looked like we had some weed at the same event first of all oh. i know who you're talking about like the two of you and y'all i'm just, I'm just gonna say that and now one of y'all look like y'all got some weed at all. No, I've been granted. Mother had weed. She left it in the house. But you don't look like it. But you don't look like it. But it was just, it was yeah. so, it was such, and we're going to get to that because that's part of Karma's Corner today. Yeah, when we get to the white okay. days about how people feel like they can just walk up to you and say any type of shit. I mean, this person just walked up there. Just that's bl- some shit. Guns are blazed. I was like, uh, thank you for reminding me I am black right. at this party. Right. Because they will let you know because you are, because we are different. Yeah, right. because you are different here. Mm-hmm. And speaking of different, uh, real quickly, so this tech company uh, pull up, put up a, a job posting asking for <laughs> a Caucasian person. So I'll read the job posting right now. This is in the Huffington Post. Yeah, I don't understand why people try it. <laughs> they uh, know what? They're doing the absolute and, damn uh, Well, Micah, maybe you can. Okay, it says. Uh, job description, you know, something preferably Caucasian who good with good technical background, including knowledge in RPA. That's some shit right there. That's like also, really. Also, that's that's against the law. One, that's like a violation. That's against the law because number one, the only time you can put stuff like that out is if you are a casting director for mm-hmm. a specific type of show. You're like, I need Caucasian women of this type, I need black women, I need Hispanic women, Asian women of this type. That is when you put something like that out. Don't eat all the sandwich, girl. I cooked a lot of food. I was up at seven this morning, bitch. If you don't eat that goddamn food, I will choke you. So, in, in the, well, you are greedy. Sorry. Carry on. Um, <laughs> so, but I was like, why would you like put that out there? So, but, Please so, do. No, no, but I think it's interesting. Um, so, there's a lot of people on Twitter were talking about it. And like, I just want to read this one for like this one response by Justin Dawkins, ATL. He said, taking this further, Question, if a Caucasian person gets the job and they are not offended by the idea that perhaps the only reason they got the job is because of their skin color, sounds like a terrible company to work with a lackluster value prop. Like, that's the thing, right? Like, if someone got this job, it's like, you know because you got it because you're white, right? Like, that's, like, like, we're told this all the time, people of color, that, like, white people will tell us, like, by the way, like, you're affirmative action hire, or, like, they don't think you belong here, like, you need to prove yourself. So, like, right. white people, like... I wish a bitch would tell me that. I've had that be told. Even if it was true. No. <laughs> I know, right? Right? I mean, I girls, girls just feel like they should tell you whatever they feel like they, they should do. tell you. Because yeah. they're, so they're that's terrible. Some, that's something that uh, people have come to. Well, anyway, we are going to get into our music break. Um, so this, I uh, had to choose vocal masters and I chose um, Snow Queens is a pun. Mm. <laughs> All people who are fabulous musicians and great singers who uh, had, were, had huge careers, but 
um, a lot of the youngins do not recognize as um, don't know that they're divas. I'm not saying y'all don't look. I said the youngins, you know. Okay. So I mean, how many how many young girls? You no, know? you know, you said that 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 word of like what the what the theme is, and I had to look over here. At my sister. <laughs> don't be nasty like that. We're gonna get to that later. <laughs> I have a whole segment for that. Um, so we start with Miss Juice Newton. <gasps> Wait a minute. I'm gonna ask our rumored pop queen, who I love. What is Juice Newton's most famous song? Oh yeah. I'm not sure. Ooh, want me to say it? Want me to say it? Want me to say you it? can say it. She go, you go already. So tell her. Angel in the morning. Angel in the morning. Just okay. call me angel, angel in the morning. Angel. Just touch <gasps> really? my cheek before you leave me, baby. She is number 30 on the on greatest <laughs> hot 100 women of all time. Wow. Really? Oh, baby. She had, oh, I must have skipped past her. I told you it's no motherfucking queen. I must have, I must have skipped past her name. Oh, Juice Newton is everything. She's everything. I, I try, you know what? I actually, it's funny enough because I actually try to memorize that list because I feel like it's a very important list because people will try no, like, oh, this is. this woman's not important. I was just like, she's number ten. No, no, everybody on the fucking greatest hot one hundred women's list. Above Barbara Streisand, I believe she might be above or a little below Barbara Streisand. This is very important. No, I think Barbara. She's in the top thirty. One of the uh, the white uh, uh, Natalie Cole. Okay. Um, Miss Linda Ronstadt, who yes. has, oh, when who will has, I be loved? No, no, Blue Bayou. Ooh. Who has run a one a, a, a Grammy in a few different categories? She has nine to ten Grammys. Mm-hmm. She is one of the greatest vocalists. She literally has done everything from pure um, operetta to like pop and country. I mean, she I is, love her. She lost her voice and she cannot sing anymore. She has Alzheimer's and she it's, it's crazy. Aww. And Linda Ronstadt is everything, kids, everything. And then I picked um. The, I would say the um the white Rihanna of the eighties, honey. That was that Madonna, honey. For you know, people to relate, Miss Sheena Easton, yeah, who was had a huge career. And funny enough, I was actually with Micah at our friend's house. Uh, may she rest in peace. Uh, Rebecca's house. Oh, and house. they had Sheena Easton in the Philadelphia Day Parade. I, said, I thought the bitch was dead, you know. So, well, I picked three songs. I picked Ju- uh, Juice Newton, um, doing um. Queen of Hearts, which is one of my favorite songs. Then the Queen of Hearts. Yes. Yes. Uh, Linda Ronstadt doing Blue Bayou and Ashina Easton doing my new, not my new, my revisited song when I walk up the street. If you've never been gay, strut, honey. It makes you want to walk down the street like one old queen. So you're listening to Question of Mine on Radio Free Brooklyn. Baby, 
You're listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queerstateofmind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Yes, honey. That was cute. Come on now. Yes, that was Machina Easter, honey. Shut now. Take it up. It's what you want from women. Come on, babe. Oh, that's my shit. So and now it all makes clear. Uh, it all makes sense. Like, the Snow Queens. These are the whitest women. Right. Says, Come on. Ah, oh, you're not like a pun, honey. Snow Queens. Right? They were the white as hell. They were just doing it. They were very, very white, but they were very, very like hip. Like you know, like I said, it was Juice Newton doing um, Queen of Hearts, which is fabulous. Uh, Linda Ronstadt doing Blue Bayou. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Linda Ronstadt is, you guys might know her from a duet from uh, from Five O. Don't know much, but I know I love. No, that was uh, she did that. Oh, she also has me. somewhere out there. Yeah. In Eve, oh my god! So I love that song as a kid. I used to cry. Yeah, that's that Linda Ronstadt. Also, you know, so she she's like she is. Oh, I love Fievel. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's a, <laughs> she, and she also did um like like one of her very first things. She did a song called uh, like different drum, like you and I travel to the beat of a different. She, drum. I mean, she she, she did everything. She did everything. She did everything. Like I was gonna put uh another uh, Snow Queen in there, but she deserves her own Ooh. vocal master, Miss Pat Benatar. Oh yes, no, she is the Snow name. Queen. She, she is, is a queen. Snow. She's a she, Snow Empress. She's a Snow Empress, bitch. <laughs> yeah, she has an empire, not a fucking like, kingdom. Yeah. So speaking of um Snow, oh god. So people do this thing called vampire facials. Okay. <laughs> You want to explain that, girl? I, I okay. I'm, I, <laughs> I, I I don't know if it's because I'm old, uh, but what it is is uh, people. I guess they use their own blood supposedly to do a facial to get the skin to be more tightened. Mm. Now, excuse me, <laughs> a burp. In New Mexico, two girls acquired mm. HIV from vampire facials. Now, here's my question. <laughs> I'm going to say this now. Did they acquire it? Because if you use your own blood to do the uh, the vampire mm-hmm. facials, doesn't that mean you already had the gift right. before to put it on your face? Exactly. I, I, that makes no sense. I, I just I'm trying well, to find out. Maybe maybe I'm ignorant. Maybe it was a syringe. Yeah, I don't. Understand. It must have been a dirty syringe. Excuse me. I don't I mean don't to, I don't mean the gift in a negative way. I should probably my terminology is you know it's it's HIV. I'm trying to be better. Right. 2019. Well, here's the thing too. So, like the like, so more than 100 people have been already been tested for HIV. Uh, well, wait, they've been tested for. I'm sorry, they've only been tested for HIV, hepatitis B, and C. So, I'm thinking it must be dirty syringes. Like that's the only thing you think of. They just aren't doing clean syringes. So, someone who already had HIV gave it to them. like their blood must like yeah. There's no way that you can like. Well, first of all, I don't want nobody putting no blood on my motherfucking face, bitch. Right. I barely want come on my face. Less more blood. No, too much. But the only blood I want on my face is the blood of Christ. No. Oh, she did that. <laughs> she just did that. See what she did there? She did that. <laughs> she did that. But, but that's crazy though. Who thought that was a good idea? Like, what are the health benefits of putting blood on your face? <laughs> like <laughs> Madame Lalaurie, honey. Right. If you know who it was Madame... injected into it, actually. Yes, it gets injected. I mean, it makes sense because blood does keep a lot of the tissues together. So no, it actually is a brilliant idea. But it's just so gross. Nevertheless, and... you can also I'm not a doctor. You can go outside when it's really, really cold 
<laughs> because the cold weather snatches the fuck out of your skin. It gets your, your white cells together. Right. That's true. Little known fact. Ooh. That's why girls are always snatching in winter. Ooh, ooh, is that why like those Scandinavians look so good in the wind? Like they're always just cold all the time. We're gonna talk about you and the white man in the next part. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I was gonna let her have that one. You know what? You know I'm not what? gonna let her have it no but, more, girl. But, but, <laughs> also, but like there's something nice about well, maybe it's because also Melanie. Well, because they 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 they're, they're ethnic people. They're not yeah, they are ethnic people. They're like much like the uh the Africans the Africans, they actually, for lack of a better phrase, they're actually real white people. So exactly. They're white. They are white. They're European. They're ethnically. I love those. Call, uh, they're, they're just, they're. Right. Uh, I don't want to use the word pure, but like they're more. <laughs> oh, please don't. Yeah, let's don't use that word. No, I don't want to use that but word, but what other word is it ethnic. to describe it? Like, they're, they're, they're ethnic. ethnic people. They're ethnic people. Like people you see who are from like Senegal and Cameroon and like, uh, and like the Congo who are really, really dark. They're more pure in the sense of the continent, and the people who are really like pasty and white and big and Nordic, they're more pure in that sense. Right, so but, therefore, their skins, you know, right. But I think it's also interesting too because, like, um, the, I, don't, I would not, I would not describe them as pasty. I would just describe them as less whites because I think pasty is like the Irish, like they're pasty. <clears throat> but like, there's like, something ethnic about like a normal. Like, you know, don't you get excited about that girl? Got like, nice, <laughs> like a nice Finnish person, you know, <laughs> with that Nokia phone. <laughs> <laughs> Playing that snake. Yo, we got that. Oh lord! <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned for Karma's Corner. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So, I mean, this is a known fact. Well, I guess this is not a known fact that um, people who, um, who with HIV who take their pills on a regular uh, basis mm. are not cannot pass, you know, HIV mm-hmm. to their partners. Correct. Like that was the thing. I I, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, but apparently a lot of people did. like you equals you is a whole but like, campaign. There was a new study, right? And they like um did this whole thing with like um like what was it like seven hundred and ninety two couples, I guess one person in the couple being HIV positive, the other one being not, and they haven't passed it on to their partner. So yeah. 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 So I mean I think that the age of being scared if your partner has HIV is over as long as I, I, I think it goes, it's true for everything. If long as you're taking your damn medication, med, medication, medication, wow. or getting the medication, yeah. getting your medication, medication. I like that. That's cute, right? I made no, a new word. Medication. I think it's cute. Thank you. Of course you do because you can speak. Ooh, education. Education. Get your med- medical education. Education. Okay, now learn how to write a social post and then come for us. I don't wear a social post, so I'm not going to come for you. Education. Don't ever worry about that. But um, you win that. Nice. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm in a personal social post, bitch. Ooh. I'm not going to do any of that. No, you're always going to win that when it comes to a social post. You know she can't use Instagram. I'm be, yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to be mean Instagram. I just I'm just going to be nasty post. and shady and judge you. No matter how better you are than me at what you do, I'm still going to stick by the fact that. Mm-mm. But okay, so let's jump off this real quickly because I want to get this to jump. So on uh, the code rules that um, uh, Semenya, who is a runner, <sighs> they want her to take reduce her testosterone. So this is a woman who is more unfortunate like you call uh, a a they in the sense. No, no, she's not. She's she. a woman. She's a she. You know, she's a woman. She just has. She just um, has a lot of DSD. I think it's she it? has a little bit more testosterone than our quote unquote normal female mm-hmm. will produce, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get her to put that down because the thing is unfair. But such bullshit, though. Like right, because like I mean, just it's just telling her body not to produce this. Like if you look at like athletes like like Michael Phelps, like he scientifically his body like 
doesn't produce as much lactic acid as like a regular person. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's able to be so amazing because like his body just doesn't respond the same right. way other people do. But he's so, a white man. So see, his exactly. body could be whatever he, they need it to exactly, be. Exactly. It's like no one's saying, oh, you need to produce more lactic acid. You can't like, you need to like take like drugs to take more like lactic acid. But I think that honestly, if she was, I think there's something about her that she, she's not, she's not feminine presenting. I think if she was quote unquote feminine presenting, it would let her slide. Because she's not feminine, pre- she's not feminine presenting in the sense that what people consider feminine well, presenting. No, no, but let's, let's, no, no, but let's take that. Let's take that another step. I think that they don't think that she's feminine presenting because she's not a white woman. Like I think exactly because like black women in general always have had this like issue of like what it means to look like a woman. I'm hearing there with that. I'll okay. tell you why because she. I mirror there with that because a lot of um, African women have that look. Hmm. Exactly. So, so that's why I'm just that's why I'm here and there with it. So I don't know, but if, is it the European Committee trying to get her to do that? Yeah, I mean, because like they okay. even recognized too that they were like, that they were like because I think because like they're, they want to do this, but then like the I can't remember the name of the, the actual organization that like also was like this is discriminatory. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they talk about that, so it's just like no, right. it's 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 racist. It's hundred percent right. racist. So well, uh, we'll be back because this is about to start our second hour right now, y'all. We have about here, so. Please stay tuned to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn, second time around. Well, speaking of fucked up, honey. Yeah. I was like, she don't came up. Look at Mm -hmm. her. Look at God. Getting merch. I don't know if that's God, but yeah, look at something, honey. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's not going to let me do anything. Let's get that right. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, I see... What you did there, you what I did there, and I appreciate it. It's amazing. This remix will literally give you life. Okay, yeah, we're listening to Queers of the Mind. I'm gonna let these queens calm down because they Ooh! do need to calm down. They're doing Whatever. the most. I'm All right. What, I want. what is happening? Mm-hmm. What is happening on the record right now? Say your girlfriend. I'm like, no, this is my good Judy. Bitch, what the fuck you mean? Right. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that are not in the mood, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Time for the Messy Hour, right here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Hey, y'all. We are back, back, back in the house with the supposed Messy Hour. Hi. Hey, Miss Ori. We love you very, very dearly. We are still trying to find a phone number. For you to call in. Um, so please bear with us, you know, so we can be able to do that. But before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, so girls, how? Oh, that was a good first hour. That was cute. You know, I'm going to say this much, you know, all my much. I love the new space. It's very uh, um, back to basics, very Amy Winehouse. Ooh, or very um, Christina Aguilera. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, back to basics. It's Christina Aguilera. You're right. <laughs> So I'm in back to black. So oh, this is yeah, back yeah, yeah. to black. So actually. you're right. No, so you're right. You're right about that. Yeah. So you know, in the um the tradition of me keeping my pettiness alive, I had to um the next song I'm gonna play for our throwback song is by Miss Jennifer Holiday, which is the first single of her first solo album after Dream Girls. You know, something that they let me do here since I am debuting second in this week called Just Let Me Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> By Miss Jennifer Howe. This is one of my favorite songs, and I'm going to say this much. So, this song is whenever my sister 
Cavetta and I, Corey Williams, whenever she does drag, she's like, girl, what song should I do? She, she knows what song to do to get me going. This is our song. Like, no one else likes the song, but it's me and her and all the old black people. This is an old black person song. And when you hear it, you'll see why. This is Just Let Me Wait by Jennifer Holiday.
Ooh, yes, girl. honey. That was a great song. Yes, that's Miss Jennifer Holiday from the Feel Your Love. Yes. Album, her first album, girl, she's in this ugly doily dress yeah, on the cover. I, I just saw it on one of my streaming channels. This I was like, is, oh, yeah, girl, that's, girl, you know, you know, I Let love me. Wait. Me. I am, honey. I, I'm the reference queen, honey. Nothing else. Well, reference to Jason. So you before we, before we get to uh, anything else, let's talk about something very monumental that happened. So for the first time <laughs> in history, just gonna start waiting, man. <laughs> No, girl. <laughs> Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, mm-hmm. and Miss America are all black. Wow. Mm-hmm. The blackening of America. Yes. So, uh, Chelsea, I guess, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea Chris was named Miss USA. Uh, Nia Franklin is Miss America, and Miss Teen USA is uh, Kyla Garris. So, we have three black women who are. Now, the three beauty queens in America. I'm sure the white people are going to be like, well, you know, it happened at one time, so why should you have it another time? Facts. So, <sighs> I'm very, I think this is wonderful. What do you guys think about that? I think it's absolutely wonderful. The hell? Sorry about that. Uh, I think it's um, fantastic, too. I mean, like, there's nothing much more I can say than that. That is, it's, it's, it's amazing that, you know, this has happened, and I can't wait for it to happen again true. in twenty five years. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, to be fair, to be to be fair, mm-hmm. two of the black girls, half of them belong to them, you know. Oh. So, <laughs> but you know, it's America. Hey, hey one drop rule. Listen, the wish is terrible rule. By I mean, the way. it's a terrible rule, but it's a rule that we've had, and why stop now? <laughs> you black. You're black. That's I, how I feel. I, I, I love about I, it too. Can I be fair honest with you about that rule? Yeah, tell me about that rule. Honey. I feel that rule is very destructive mm-hmm. because I feel that rule is in the sense that I don't. I think people people are not allowed to um, really experience their cultural full self mm-hmm. because of what a white person said. That's why I feel that mm. rule is rule is destructive. Totally, because if you are ten percent um, African, you are not. But like ah, Meryl Streep right. said, we're all African. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, like, look, know, at, look at our... But I think that you should acknowledge the 10%, totally. right. but I don't think you are African. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, one of our friends who's, like, biracial, who looks white, right? Right. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, I mean, he looks white, but, like, he, oh, I, mean, way, he, I mean, he acknowledges it. But by like, the way, yeah, she said you can give her some uh, some hay at any time. You know what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are we talking about? Don't worry about it. No, Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. But, but, you know, I think that, like, I mean, the whole point of the one-drop rule is so, yeah. like, eventually people can pass, right? So, like, yeah. I, I remember hearing stories from my family. I'm sure you, I know you probably have stories like this in your family, too. I don't. I know you don't. I know you don't. You're from, you're from <laughs> Africa, bitch. I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. And I'm black and black, and I'm black, y'all. But, like, I, there are stories of, you know, Families being separated because, like you know, right, right. your older brother or sister looks white, but you right. look black, so right. you have to be the black right. family. So, like that's a thing that happens. I think my only know? problem with that rule is the fact that it was implemented by uh, uh, a white person, like everything, to, 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 right. no, like everything else, but like socially constructed, like but everything. I th- but I think that that rule is that, that rule is so embedded in, within the uh, the black community in America for that that it's, it, it needs to be broken apart because. Right. Half the people are not; they're not black people, and that's fine. It should be; we should be okay with the right. fact that. But into, people acknowledging who they are, like if you look at somebody like 
our friend, but our friend is literally half and half. He's he's really that, half, but yeah. just like you know, he he sways more towards looking Caucasian than he does swaying toward. But you can tell if you're a person of color when you look at him, you go, like, "Girl, oh, you, yeah, you yeah. got that bug Negro." Right, right, you're a Negro, right? So you know, in that sense, yeah. But, but like, I think, um, I mean, I don't know if it's definitely. A, I don't know if it's necessarily a better model, but like, I mean, I do appreciate how like a lot of like South like. Like Central and South American countries handle it, where there is it's like, oh no, we we are very much aware that we have a mixed population, and they are called this. Which I don't know if that's way like better, because probably isn't. I think it's better, ways, but, but I think that they, they, the way to go about it is wrong. I think like that it. that's what we need here, but we we we, we need to go about it. Uh, we need to go about right. a different way, right? Like I think you end up like like countries like Brazil, where it's like, oh yeah, you have like forty percent of your population is black or African of descent, right. but like no one wants because to claim their blackness. Because there are <laughs> exactly then you have people who are you have point people, five percent mm-hmm. African who are just like, oh, you like like girl, no, you're more you. It's fine right. for you to be who you are, or you have girls. But we shouldn't shame people mm-hmm. if they're like not. If they are looking like the wall we're looking at right now. Oh, are you talking about someone tall? No, go and go. But um, I mean, that's a problem too, right? You end up the messy area. Got to be messy. But no, no, no. But like, that's a problem too, right? You end up with people, black folks, who even though they are black as tar, they want to claim that they're mixed. Right. (laughs) Like that girl. Girl. Oh, I just got it. <laughs> I think I just me, got it. Drives me crazy. What the I think I, do I know who you're talking yes, about? Yes, of course you do. <laughs> That's the problem with it, right? I mean, well, I think it's like, you know, that is, is such a, is a huge issue in our community. And fortunately, some people, girls. Like, why do people, my thing is this. I think that I, I ran into this problem here a lot. And I, it took me a minute not because um when um I had an argument with several people because I wasn't. When you don't claim to be something here, as African, <laughs> African American people think that you're doing something else. No, so um, go ahead. No, my uh, brother just sent me a, a picture of my niece, and he was like, "Can't she pass?" I was like, "Yeah, I mean, she definitely can pass." I like, so can you, honey? Yes, God, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're listening. How you doing? Hey, Jamal. Hey, Jamal. Um, Jamal, I'm no, so sorry. But like, no, I mean, because like, I mean, because like, also too, it's like my my niece is also um, like. I remember my, my my grandmother was alive. She said that she looked like she looked like someone who was like it was like in her like in that right, part right. of her family. It was like like that was like what they look. We like. have to just have we just have to start breaking that and let we people do. let people just enjoy who they are, right? And embrace all and parts not, of and, that. And, and, and parts of that because it is actually more endearing to the culture in general. Now speaking, so now we've come to Carmel's corner, Uh-oh. which is something I'm going to imply here because as the uh, the relevant and uh, then the relevant uh, yeah the relevant old bitch here. So I was talking to my sister about something early this week, and decided to talk about what. Like, Wait, which well, sister? You. Oh, oh me. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Me. This goes in in line with everything we're going to talk about right now. So mm-hmm. we're going to speak about above the station. Yes. So I'm going to ask you guys a question. Please answer honestly. Have you ever met people, men, who? You thought were above your station. Honestly, yeah. Um, well, first off, should you define for people who don't know? Can like so okay. obviously so above the station mean that you see someone who is attractive and you might think you're attractive or not attractive, but who you think that person is too hot for me? Oh yeah, I definitely had that situation. Of course. Okay. So I personally have never had that. 
Really? No, I don't have that issue. Because I feel like the reason why I don't think I have that issue and I don't have that issue, not because I don't think that anyone is more deserving of me than I am of them. I mean, that, that is some good self-love right there. That's um, literally, I don't have, there are certain things I'm insecure about, but that's not one of them. Hmm. I don't think that anybody who is really beautiful that I don't deserve them because mm-hmm. of their beauty, because I could meet them. And they could be stupid, and they could be horrible, and they could not. Oh no, for sure. And they could yeah. be undeserving of me. No facts. And yeah. that's how I think about mm-hmm. things. I've also had that too. Right. <laughs> so, but like, eh, nah, never mind. So I've right. never looked at a guy and went, "Oh God, he's so hot, his body is chiseled, all that," and I'm not going to be able to talk to him. I've never had that, yeah. and that's part of the reason why I, I said for me that. I get turned down a lot because I look at those guys and be like, I'm going for it. Because mm-hmm. I don't think of them as anything more than this, their man. And then cuss the seven months later, they're sending me dick pictures on my motherfucking phone. Yes, as we've seen. Yeah. So Share them on the group, girl. My, no. But, so my <laughs> thing about above the station is I think it's really, and I can't speak for you or you, but I think it's a dangerous mindset to be in because mm-hmm. I think you have to weigh what you think is. What? Mm-hmm. Because if you look at yourself in the mirror and you look at somebody else and this person, there are people who I remember when it really hit me hardcore, my ex roommate from a long time ago, I'm not going to say his name. There was this lovely gentleman who was a black boy who went to Harvard and he was presenting himself like this person who I thought was not worthy of him because this person was beautiful mm-hmm. who would be sniffing drugs in a corner. He was throwing himself at this person and upset that this person didn't want him because he thought he was above his station. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. you're better than this. Mm-hmm. But you think this person is better than that. Right. So I I I, I don't know. Give you can give me your personal experiences with it, and we can. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, I it's think important for us. To so I think for me, it's come. It comes from a space of always feeling like I need to push hard because I'm not good enough. And it like, and again, I mean, that's, it comes from a lot of places. I mean, that's like a combination of like imposter syndrome that like mm-hmm. I'm not the smartest one in the room, and like people know that. Like feeling like people know that. Um, it comes from, you know, it also comes from like living in white predominantly white spaces where i'm told both consciously and subconsciously that black is ugly right like so having those image that image thrown at me multiple like in multiple ways for many years in my adolescence um it has led to the sense of like you know just just be happy that someone likes you kind of thing it's just like which is fucked up right and um like just be grateful for what you got and it's like that's and that's been you know, I mean, I, I know part of this conversation was spurred by the fact that, like, I showed you a picture of this really no, 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 but part of it. I, I'll be very, very honest with you. And we can talk about this. I know you remember this. You remember that one time we were at Boxers, um, maybe four or five years ago. When I was with... Uh, I don't know who you were with. Yeah, I don't know who with, I don't know who you were with at the time. There's no shade. <laughs> and, it's okay. And there was a guy there. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this. And he was sweet. But he was like insecure and depressing. Mm-hmm. And I remember you going, girl, no, he's cute. He thinks you're cute. You should go for him. I'm like, bitch, hell fucking no. You know, oh, okay. I remember, I, remember I was fighting about this. Like, girl, I'm not going to fucking go for him because he's fucking this. He's a depressive maniac just because he thinks I'm okay. Mm. So, you know, 
And it's one of those things where, like, we have to start thinking of ourselves as higher. And like I said, I never, I, I honestly have never thought anyone was above my station. Whether people around me think that they are or not, I personally don't mm-hmm. think anyone's above my station. And I will go for it. If they're going to say no, most of the time they're going to say no. Right. But that's fine, you mm-hmm. know. But I think that there's something that I personally think we have to break. What's your experience with that, Duran? Oh, I mean, like a man. I, I think, I think for me, like I can acknowledge that someone is like you know prettier than me. Like honestly, like this guy here, he has the last body and the last face. But you know, like ultimately, that's not what I would go for, anyways. Um, like but I don't. Why, I, would you, why would you not go? For I don't that? know because I I don't. That's just not what you know. Like that's not the aesthetic that I actually like. I actually like guys that are closer to my aesthetic, or right. like you know, like when it comes to um. Well, I used to be like super like super skinny actually. So I actually used to so, like. Wait, I used to, shut the fuck so up, bitch! I actually I used to wait. I used to like guys that are currently like my size right now. Mm. Uh, a little bit bigger than me, a little bit taller than me. Um, it, a, a array of skin tones. It didn't matter. Um, but I didn't like guys that, you know, like aesthetically were like the perfect, like considered like the perfect man. Well, my, That's just not what I liked. Well, my question is why this, this is just me. Psychology four or five. Look at you. One on one. So why is that? Is there anything, and just correct me is there anything about that that's saying that? You looking the way you do should not like something like that. No, just I mean, like if I if I wanted to go for it, I I, I guess I would go for it. Um, but that's not what I want to go for. Saying, yeah, no, yeah, I, think, I get what you're saying, but that's just not what I no, want. Totally, so. and I think I didn't at that point though. I mean, like we we're. I think a lot of us are told that you need to go after someone who has like this, like especially in gay culture, it's like yes. the six pack abs, yeah. the pecs, and it's like. What you know what? You don't want that. I think for me, like, <laughs> like I kind of like you know went away from that because it's just like, why do I have to just go for this i guess it was like growing up watching like shows like queer as folk it's just like why do i have to like fit you this know, aesthetic or go for guys with that aesthetic right. and it's been so because i could have i could have worked hard to get that aesthetic but i was just like i don't want to get that aesthetic nor do i want to go it after has that been mm-hmm. the weirdest thing to me mm-hmm. because trying to explain to people my friends like you know i might be and i don't have no man i'll gladly say that and i'll be the hardest person to set up because i don't have a type i have somebody i don't have i have people that i think are fine people are like oh girl she likes a mixed dancer boy great that's like just visual to me mm-hmm. but i'm not going to pick a mixed dancer boy if the mixed dancer boy is in a lineup for a bunch of people i'm not going to just be like oh i'm going for this i'm going to just it's one of the things where i i feel blessed mm-hmm. i don't have that situation but for me, you know. aesthetically, I like an array of guys, and I'm also attracted to personalities I'm too. Not, you know, like I, it's this, just like that's the thing too. Right? I think the the pre, I, we I don't want to judge all pretty men, had, no, but the but, pretty men that I have bumped into, they have been like that stereotypical no, pretty you know, man that you don't don't have really much more to offer than like, the way he looks. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I'm I've, not attracted the to that. Pretty men I've met have been very, very lovely people who mm-hmm. did not know the pretty men. Hence. This one right here, and that's uh, also no that too. Shade. There's there, there's also that no too. Yeah, there are those. But, I think but also, that's yeah. what I hope. the Micahs and the Jose's of the world. That's what. Ooh. Oh, mm, girl, yeah. Jose yeah. does not. That's, I'm not even throwing shit. Jose girl, does not know that not. he's pretty. Oh, she, she does. Yeah. She doesn't know. So like, she I, gets so weirded out when I, people call her pretty. Yeah. I hone. Uh, it used to be the same way. I so hone in on like more of the person. You know, it's different for people, and I think that. 
Go ahead. But I think also part of that too is that like for pretty boys, they're not told that they have a, they have a nice personality, right? So there's also this like dichotomy where it's like yeah, people that's are like, true. like I know for me, it's like yes, I can acknowledge I'm a pretty boy that I am the shit. But I know there's also people around me who don't want to be around me because of my personality. Cause, cause remember, to be fair, well, what? To be fair, uh, if I met Micah just randomly on the street, like at a wherever, um, even on a friendship level, I'll be like, well, you know, like I wouldn't necessarily go up and like talk to her unless I was introduced to her because I'm just like she's just you know right. so it's just like there is that there is that, there is that. There, real, to be fair that's a real thing do you know what's so funny real talk I've never met him as a pretty boy and what I mean by that is the sense that I've never when I met him at the sex museum many years and years ago oh, such a good time I met him as a person because I was talking that, him that as was a the person. bathhouse they missed so, <laughs> no, okay. no, no no so the person the pretty boy that was like the boy that he was before mm-hmm. and I've talked to him about it and this is nothing we never talked about I'd be like girl you don't have to do all that and we've talked about this yeah. totally, totally. and the person I've met I met him so I've always honed into that so I was always confused right. when that person was out I was just like we well, want you to do all that right you know mm-hmm. but but that's me mm-hmm. in the sense that that's what I'm honing in on and he it, it's different for everyone it you is know? and I think you know I mean I not to make this about you. Not anyway. about me. You're but just to make it about me. You're just an example of <laughs> what you're talking about just right a Gemini. now. Right. No, I know, right? No, I know, right? Making this time for attention. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I think it's. I I will acknowledge I have a very different like, my pathway to get here in terms of like, it's your coming path, to terms. Yeah, coming to, to terms of like. Right, listen, you see my gene pool. We have a really nice gene pool. They have a great gene pool. Hey, Jamal. Hey, Jamal. We have a great gene pool. Hey, Dana. They were uh, bred that way. Yes, they were. Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. Uh, we know we have a great. <laughs> girl, that's, that, hey, that's real in this country. Yeah, no, no. We were, we're no, bred we were, a certain way. We were bred a certain way. Um, and we have a good pedigree. And, you know, if you're put in situations where, like, it's not enforced, this is a good pedigree, like, Shit goes south. Let me say this: I don't think that he has any better pedigree than certain other people. That is the pedigree that is acceptable in society. That's that's let's put that right. out there. Although and my pedigree is beat, though. No, your pedigree is great. <laughs> and I say all that getting to the fact that we're going to talk about the white gays because we talked about this before. Because I will use my I'm a, I'm going to let him be a little open right now. I don't think his pedigree is any different or better than my pedigree. His pedigree is more acceptable in America than my pedigree is. But I think my pedigree oh, is beat. Mm-hmm. That is what I mean by the totally. fact that that's, that's what... This no, 100%. People should you. give themselves no, 100 Exactly. No, everyone everyone yes. can be the shit, but a lot of us choose not to be. Exactly. And yeah, we can be. Get into, and it, piss, it can piss a lot of people off. But you get hey. to the white gays. And this is the thing that the, the white gays, G-A-Z-E, mm-hmm. not the white gays. Yeah, the white gays. No. Yeah, because we haven't talked about this yet. Yeah, we uh, no. Um, about that article. This is Ooh. crazy to me. Um, But I've seen people around me, people close to me. I didn't have a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me, Micah. Um, oh, I didn't have a. a <laughs> you didn't have the compass- insecu- compassion for the insecurities of people who cater to the white gays. Right. I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have compassion for that. Right. Don't show her, girl. Don't show her. In, a, in that sense, she got a focus. He gonna, he gonna send it to him. Oh, he gonna, oh, Jamal, you you trying it, man? It's Hamal. Oh, Hamal. Hamal. <laughs> I know it's Hamal, honey. You know Hamal. Hamal. 
I'm all out. Uh, but like, it's one of those things where like, I don't think people really something that's not discussed here, does not discuss, discuss. And I think I personally think I know what part the reason is. But you know, I'll let you guys say what you think it is, and then I'm gonna say what I think it is. Middle of the white gays. Yeah, the white gays. G A Z E. G A Z E. Well, no, I think it's a part of it. Is just like we've been conditioned that you know whiteness is better, whether or not we want to admit it or not. Um, so consciously and consciously that like that is the ideal and we in like end of the day like we will still try to appease whiteness when we don't plan to um <laughs> sorry oh that's the phone yeah i think hold on put on here oh, we'll see hold on y'all hello anyone here nope. they, they hang up oh there it is oh, never mind don't go all right call again girl <laughs> all right call again keep going keep going in the meantime, um, um, you can handle this while I'm talking about um, What was I saying? But yeah, no, I think that we've just been conditioned. Like, this is 400 years in the making, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is like we are conditioned to behave a certain way. And like, at the end of the day, we are Americans and this is like, this is American culture, right? So, like, right. Every, everyone wants to white gaze, whether or not you are black, <sighs> white, Latino, Asian, Middle Eastern. Honestly, I don't <laughs> but, anymore. But like, I mean, but yeah, you're right. We've been conditioned. We've been conditioned. Yeah. I mean, we've been breaking from it. Like, I, I it took me years to break from it. I mean, understand. I feel so bad about that. I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I feel so bad that is that that's what has happened. Uh, I guess for me, uh, it it ended for me in college. Like like that that first year of being out, I was just like, nope, can't do that. And I think that's what kind of broke me away from like going from like a super specific, you know, aesthetic or, or aesthetic that was more acceptable or the aesthetic that was the standard, you know. Um, right, right. That's right. what broke me out of that because I'm just like, you know what? I am an awesome fucking person, and I don't have to to cater to what heteronormative society tells me. Heteronormative white society tells me is, you know, the beauty standard. You know. You know what's so funny about that? Once again, I am. I, I, I honestly, I'm privileged. I don't. I, I don't have that issue. Mm-hmm. I don't, no, because I, I guess, don't. I don't. I, I growing up, I was attracted to like all. Like all, you know, all types of, you know, like boys. And then in college, I was just like, I'm, I'm surrounded by, you know, white gays. Like the out guys were all white gays. And I would go after those guys. They didn't want me. And I was, I, honestly, I was mad about it. And I had to break down why I was mad about it and get the fuck over it and move on. And I did that. Well, the thing about it is growing up, I grew up around nothing but um, um, black men. So mm-hmm. uh, African men. So I didn't have white people around me, so I didn't have no white gays around me. Right. So my issue, my biggest issue, I actually was actually with the black gays. And this is going to sound weird, but it's not weird. It's the fact that they were punishing me for not liking white gays the way they did. Mm-hmm. I was like... And that's that's a thing that happens too. Oh. It was a big thing. Mm-hmm. I personally think this is my thing with the white gays, the G A Z E. Um, Could I say gays? Yeah, it's the fact that the only way that we, you, you, and I, and whoever else can make this go away is if if we see ourselves. Hello, Miss Ori, you there? Hello, this is the phone button. It's up. Hello. So we're trying to get uh, Miss Ori. We don't know how this this new phone works. Hello. To be honest. We're trying to work out. 
Hello, are you on? No. I don't hear her. Let me let me see if I can help her right here. Hold on one second, yo. We, we, we're going to continue our topic. We're just, we're just trying to figure out what's going on here. It's up all the way, honey. I can't, I can't hear mother. Mm, baby, it's not hooked up yet. See, is there a number that you need to, like a thing you need to push on there? Right, 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 right. I think that's what it is. Hold on. Let oh, me see if I can get whatever help. But let me continue my statement here. Yeah. Let me try to figure it out. Let's over jump on here. So my thing about that is the fact that we don't put um, ourselves first, which is a big thing, you know. Oh, no, girl. Oh, sorry. No, no, I know it's hard. Sorry. We don't put, we, we don't put ourselves first. Mm-hmm. We don't put ourselves first as part, partners or anything like that. I think when we start to put ourselves first, it'll be better. Totally. And mm-hmm. what I mean that the effort people of color put into going after a white man, they should put the same effort in trying to find a black man mm-hmm. or whatever well, color they are. are. But people don't. They so don't. therefore, you can't get mad. If a white man doesn't put in that effort for you. Mm-hmm. And I find a lot of things that happen when people go, this when I'm reading this about like racism and grind and all of that, I realize that people are not getting mad because people are racist against them. They're getting mad because the white man don't want them. Mm-hmm. Which is different. Mm-hmm. I said, so. Because right. they'd be cool with it otherwise, but they're like, right. you don't want it. Because, yeah, no, it's it's a right. mess. And, right. Yeah. Right, I, right. I don't know. It's, uh, I, Again, I think it goes back to the fact that we've been brainwashed to thinking that white is better, whether or not we want to admit it or not. You know, there still is this like is deep. Well, that's why you have a sixty-five-year-old person coming up to you at an event, thinking that they they can say something to you like, "Oh, yes," because you know, uh, how are you? Like, it's exactly no, because they think they own. Because I think at the end of the day, white people still think they own us. No, because they think (laughs) that it's it's, it's an entitlement. It's entitlement. Exactly, it's an entitlement. It's an entitlement. So we got to, uh, this is sorry about Karma's Corner going here, but you know what? We are three men of color um, in that sense that I think that going on, mm-hmm. we need to just do that. So we're going to go to music break right now. Um, and then we're going to hopefully have Miss Ori when we come back. I uh, just in the for last week. So this is um, the In My Feelings music break. Yeah. This is where mine was shitty as hell. Ooh. So we have um, Cars and Guitars by Tori Amos. <gasps> oh, shit. Uh, Making Love Out of Nothing at All by <gasps> Air Supply. Ooh. And this time I know it's for real because, you know, cause second time, this time I know it's for real. Um. Here. But Cars and Guitars, one of my favorite songs by Tori Amos because it actually speaks about the fact, and you guys should listen to the lyrics. About the fact that no matter what has happened in your life, it wasn't the cars and guitars. Mm. Everything got fucked up because it got fucked up. So you have to keep on driving. Oh, yes. So it's one of the deepest tracks she ever created. It's just like Shit. everything fucked up in your life. So you just got to keep on driving because it wasn't the cars and guitars that broke you up. You and your man. It wasn't what destroyed your relationship. It but, was you. Mm, but the card, the cards, like cars and guitars. Oh, cars and, and guitars. And guitars. Usually, with men, is cars and guitars that break them up in the relationship because they're buying all this shit. But it's realizing that it was you who fucked up in the relationship and not them. Oh shit! So you have to keep on driving. Shoot. So all right, that's a message for people. Yeah. So shoot, that's a message for me too. Queer state of mind <laughs> on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Take the ship to polish my realms Oh, damned if you do, damned if you don't I swear it seems a late boy I've even curved this body to fit you Still the rain can confuse the thoughts that come Come and breathe on Cause it never was the cars and guitars That came between us Still the thoughts is
And I know just how to scheme I know just when to face the truth And then I know just when to dream And I know just where to touch you And I know just what to prove I know when to pull you closer And I know when to let you loose And I know the night is fading And I know the time's gonna fly And I'm never gonna tell you everything I gotta tell you But I know I gotta give it a try And I know the roads to riches And I know the ways to fade I know all the rules and then I know how to break them And I always know the name of the game But I don't know how to leave you And I'll never let you fall And I don't know how you do it Making love out of nothing at all Out of nothing at all
Make sure to take Queer Minded with you wherever you go. Subscribe to our feed at radioqueerminded.com slash QSOM. Or find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and other popular podcast networks. Just search for Radio Queer Minded. Now, let's get back in a queer state of mind. Yes, honey. Uh, that was our little um in my feelings mix right there. That was cute. Yeah, thank you very, very oh. much. So before we get to um as Durant says, I'm sorry, not as Durant, as saying the um journalism community, correct me if I'm wrong, the evergreen topics. You know, it's like Durant saying, Oh, cute. Look yeah. Cute. That's what it sounds like when you actually hit a pitch. See right there? Mm. It's the equivalent. Oh, so, <laughs> a pitch. Like, oh my God, so many layers. So many layers. Like a burrito. Ooh, we should go to Taco Bell later. So, oh, yeah, that sounds good on it. Oh my no, God. Girl, I made a whole brunch, girl. You're going to eat I know, the food no, I made. Well, no, we're going to Taco Bell before we head on the road. Girl, tomorrow. I have some, oh, oh. Diablo no, sauce well, with some bean burritos. We got to eat one of our, our sister wants to eat, honey. Oh, I'm not going to Roy Rogers. Fuck that. Oh, it's, <laughs> bitch. That Roy Rogers chicken breast is everything, bitch. You're going you gonna to give me that? Ooh. Beat. Roy Rogers chicken beat. I mean, first right, of all, the girls in the back seat of the car are gonna be full anyway, so it don't matter. Right, right, right. Um, so we're gonna talk about so somewhere in the London. London uh, we'll go ahead and put this. We were talk about this earlier, uh, but you know we got the flapping about gay people issues. Um, so they found. Uh, oh no, not the opium, not the painkiller commercial. Oh, <laughs> we should talk about that because you know the, the, Girl, they, yeah. were, they were catering to our black people. Let's talk about that. That's important. So the opium maker um, rap music video. Oh my god, that was awful. Mm. So so um, basically, so this one company, they like the one of the big producers of opioids. The, like the, the president, I think, or the CEO got arrested um, because they were pushing obviously opioids to doctors so much. Um, but like one of the big one of the things they did was that they were using they made a rap video to tell the doctors or like to tell like the marketing team created. Rap videos to, for doctors about why they should be pushing opioids to people. I'm like, first of all, a mess. A mess. Like, also, why didn't you just rap to like have this video? Why did they rap? Right, right. Why rap? I have a metal song. It's opioids. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm no shade. I mean, it's okay. it, you know, and also too. Apparently, it was like they had like a like a you should be EDM. Song. Ooh, ooh, you're right. It'll be EDM. <laughs> no, no, because it's too <laughs> slow. It's opioid. It can't be EDM. That don't make sense. EDM is fast like, paced. Opioids yeah. about slow. It can't. Uh, not always. Some some of it's very elevated you know, music. EDM is for dancing. Opioids is for is it relaxing? Relaxing. Yes, it is, girl. As a girl who has done many drugs in her day, she knows her barbiturates. I know my barbiturates, girl. Mm. So you don't want to, you don't want ET, you don't want EDM when you're on opioids. What you want is a piece of Tori Amos, a piece of Enya, bitch. You don't want no EDM <laughs> on that. <laughs> and, and, and you want a glass of wine. You want a glass of red wine, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you want that sail away, sail away, sail away. That's what you want, honey. You don't want da 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 Oh God, sandstorm! No, no. <laughs> but I know what you mean. You're yeah. talking like, no, because I feel like this fires this and that that. Yes, I got you. That's what the kids listen to, and that's but, who they're marketing at too. Unfortunately, but that was right? a mess. But speaking of opioids, girl, I need to get a hold of this. So in the UK, they are finding scrimps that have cocaine and ketamine in it. Damn. 
I was like, so where do I buy a few bags of these shrimps, girl? I'm going to season the hell out this bitch, girl. Right, can you imagine? Girl, it's a downer and an upper at the same time, girl. You be like, ha! Ah! Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I love you. <laughs> I hate you. I love you. I love this. Come on, Shirley Bassey. Okay. But that's insane. Though. Why do these shrimps just say that? Because people were dumping their drugs into the river. Damn. That the... Um, the shrimp were eating them? They were eating them. They're bottom feeders. Mm. Of course, the shrimps are bottom feeders. Well, we know a couple people like that, don't we? <sighs> we're not going to do that, Micah. But we haven't done um, ASR. Ah! We're not going to do that. So there was a lot of that happening. <laughs> mm. But anyway... Oh, that's a loud ASMR. All right. The rhyme's not smacking your mouth. <laughs> 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 I hate you so much from the bottom of my heart. Well, let's talk about this real quickly. So, um, drag my hate for you. Drag, <laughs> oh, yes, drag race, yes, yes. It yes. was fantastic. This Captain week. Realness, Captain Realness, and um, so you guys who watched Drag Race, it was um wonderful. My girl Nina won. Uh, she was so good. That's what, you saw her show. That's what she does. Exactly. The whole thing was very. She's very campy. It's it's very. She harkened back to a time of drag that is not anymore, mm. which is drag. <laughs> yeah. No, which is man in a dress. You know, she's done the pageants before, but it's, it's literally like you go to see a show and have a good time. Mm-hmm. That's why I made it so, 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 so fabulous in all that sense. But congratulations to Nina West, and uh, we're going to view next week. Now, let's talk about the big topic in the evergreen of this week. So, Swiftner. Ugh. That's actually not evergreen. That's trending. Uh, okay. It was a trendy story from the week. Trending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Let me just do this real quickly. Okay, do it. So, mm-hmm. Aladdin copied Alibaba this week. <laughs> if you don't read a book, you won't get that reference. It's very, very funny if you know what it is. So, how there was a lot of. Issues about Taylor Swift copying, allegedly, but not allegedly, copying um, Beyonce's performance from Coachella. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very similar in her stance. It was presented with the drum and all of that. I thought it was disrespectful. Me, of wow. course. Wait, wait a minute. Okay. Let me finish my statement. Mm-hmm. In the sense that that performance represented a lot of things about Black Pride. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I did not feel bad about it because Beyonce sees a lot of people shit. So I was like, bitch, you got that coming. Mm. So that's where I was. So I felt it was disrespectful, but I didn't feel any type of way about it. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people feel like, <laughs> with Taylor Swift specifically, that... People hate her. She put, she put, yeah, they hate her. They hate her, like, period. Yeah. But they also... It's weird. Like... I'll say this. Beyonce is like the most popular pop star, but she does not, you know, like she's not as commercially successful as some of like the other pop queens. And Taylor she, Swift, and wait, 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 Taylor Swift's the most hated, but she's like the most commercially no, no. successful. Right. That Beyonce is actually, of all the people out there, the, funny enough, the least commercially successful of all the pop queens. Yeah. That's the thing that's funny about it. She is the most popular, but that means star power is different from selling records. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So, for sure. But I think, I think like a lot of people, so like power. they've been on Taylor Swift for like a few years now about putting mayonnaise on Beyonce's, you know, right. well, with something that Beyonce has already done, like which some other artists has already done. So, why, right? No, no, that's no. That, no wait, 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 wait. Yeah. And that's why I actually agree with you. Um, like, 
people were up in arms about it. And I knew from the moment she stepped out, the moment I actually saw the marching band, I was just like, oh, shit, they're going to compare this to well, Beyonce. Well, maybe she wasn't inspired. <laughs> what? Girl, why are you looking at me? I just brought it around. i like, look, I, just the thing, I don't do, I haven't seen a Taylor performance since 2015, and I actually tried to watch a performance. At one minute, I was like, nope, can't do it. Right. I, and I stopped. I watched all of it because, you know, I was live yeah, tweeting it. Job. But here's the thing. One, uh, that song is trash. Two, is is clearly a marketing ploy by the company because they know that people are talking about it. Like we're. But she's very, the woman is very very smart. When they're it comes smart, to that. like she's smart. I mean, obviously, like this was a ploy. Yeah. Like this was not something that they just like thought in a bubble. Like this was clearly a ploy. That like. So here's my question: Why do people hate her though? I don't get it. Because she's trash. I no. think she rep. I'm gonna. No, no. I'll tell you no, why. No, 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 wait, wait. She does represents. She, does she represents some other. She remind people of something, which is two different things. Because I think re- it, I think she does represent uh, a certain type of white woman that people are sick of. Okay, yeah. but is that her fault? No, I'm not saying it's her fault, but that's literally what it that's is. That's why I'm right. getting at. I'm not saying but, that. I never said it was but, her fault, but that's why like, people hate her. You but, ask why people hate her. But like, that's it's, why. It's never their fault for being that no, white I'm just, bitch. I'm honestly, but, no, no, I'm just asking because I look at this. She had for years I'm not successfully just, played the white female victim. She was still, you know, um, she it. was still told that she, like, she was still called America's sweetheart, even though she was running through these men just to, like, make songs about them. Right. I'm not, I'm not slushing on anything, girl. Get, get right. your D, girl. Well, also, like, <laughs> Slush chimney, a hoe is a hoe. No, right. for sure. But that's what I just said. Get well, your D girl. Well, I think also um, too, it's like you know, even when it was a, it was brought out that she was clearly lying about certain shit, or just mm-hmm. also trying to like From prove Kim a point Kim Kardashian for her. of all people, right? Yeah. Exactly. The fact that Kim Kardashian, called Kim out, Kardashian of all people, of all people, called you out for See, the, the crap. That you're and that actually, I was already kind of like with Kim Kardashian, like starting to like change my view on her because it's like you know what, she is a businesswoman and she's a very smart so, businesswoman. But then she did that. I was just like, oh yeah, bitch, I'm looking for that. that Right. I watched Homecoming and I watched the Homecoming uh, um, documentary. I thought it was very fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great documentary. That's yeah. going to go down as one of Beyonce's, like pro- or probably Beyonce's biggest pop cultural moment. Right. You know, like every artist has one. I think right. it's her biggest pop cultural like moment because it is the, her only original moment. Yes, that's the part of because no one has done it like that. It's before. A, it's, no one has ever done that before. No yeah. one, so it's, it's kind of like Michael Jackson to the Super Bowl or Diana Ross. In Central Park, right. like, or, or Madonna, Vogue, and MTV, Dino Rose, yes, Dino Rose, yeah. But that was an original moment for her. That yeah, was, for sure. That was all Beyonce's original moment. Yeah. And I think somebody mopping Beyonce's original moment was very alarming. But at the same time, I'm like, girl, Miss mm-hmm. Beyonce. But the thing about Beyonce is, it's just like, girl. yes, yes, yes. She is cop. I'm not defending her copying no. people. No, wait. But it's still Beyonce, though. It doesn't matter who it is. No, I'm just saying that, that it's still like Beyonce still is Beyonce. She will still go down in history as being Beyonce. I, I get it, but you know what? That does not mean people will be like, "Oh no, it's not Beyonce acting as Janet Jackson that, or that, acting that, as Tina Turner no, or that, acting no, as Donna that, Summer." No, that's it's what, Beyonce. No, that's yeah, but you still stole from my purse, and we got to <laughs> say that. So, mother, no, 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 stole from my purse. No. But the thing is, she's actually never stole. Purse. I don't think Beyonce, from, from uh, my understanding, has ever stole from a black artist. Actually, yeah, funny yeah, enough, she, she stole from Desiree because Desiree sued her for kissing you and had to drop it off the. Well, the, she's still. Oh, yeah, okay. yes, girl, yes, yeah. mother did steal. So, yeah, yes. That. I didn't say she didn't steal. I said never for a black artist. No, yeah, Desiree's a black artist. Yeah, you gotta be Desiree. You gotta she's be black. black. She's, she's oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 